Today is my last day getting to do daily devos, and I want to say thank you for listening to my voice. Thank you for letting me into your house and into your ears. Um, even though we're separated and not able to be together, it really is a blessing that that we can still have a little bit of connection, even even not in the same time or not in the same area, but through voice and through the Word of God. Today, um, I was gripped by Second Corinthians. Um, chapter 4, verses 16 through chapter 5, verse 10. And I am also very thankful that these these verses over this week have really, at least one of them, has really had um, content that allows me to stop and think and remember the resurrection and continue to go on beyond the reality of the resurrection um, from just salvation. But what does that mean in its fullness. What does it mean that I am saved? And um, yesterday we talked about our our new bodies, and today Paul unpacks for us um, a longing for a new home, and really our, our the opening of our eyes to the reality that this is not our home, that this is not where we belong, and we have eternity now placed in our heart, awakened again in our heart as it always had been all along. So in chapter 4, verse 16, I want to read the rest of chapter 4. It says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. And of course, every time someone reads therefore, they always say, What's a therefore, therefore? Yeah, it's a good joke. But um, what is what is it there for? So this section, so chapter 4 is about Jars of Clay, and it is a great chapter. Probably, I didn't think about this really until I read it, but it's really probably one of my favorite sections of Scripture. Um, especially, I love 4, verse 8 and 9. Anyway, um, in 16, it talks about, therefore, we do not lose heart. We do not lose heart because we, even though we are fragile vessels of clay, and, um, and we are... We are vulnerable, but we are God's, and we are his people, and we are cared for by him. So, therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Now, we really get to we really get to pursue the unseen because of the resurrection of Christ. The unseen was not accessible prior to that in, in any relational kind of way. But through Christ we now have we now have a longing and a pursuit of what is unseen. And um, in, in chapter five the portion of today's reading talks about talks about our our home where is home so on earth and in the in the realm of what is seen we have a longing for our eternal home now that we are in Christ our eternal home with god uh, the heavenly dwelling and we look forward to the day when all that is seen is swallowed up by what is currently unseen and we move into our final state of being with God, with our spiritual bodies, and um, and His kingdom comes. But 
Um, going back to chapter four, the the ability to call our troubles light and momentary troubles. You know, Paul was someone who knew troubles, didn't he? Paul knew all kinds of hardship, all kinds of difficulties. And in light of in light of the truth of who he was in Christ, he he was able to consider those light and momentary troubles, fixing his eyes on what is unseen. He says, achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. And so my encouragement, um, Paul's encouragement that, that I want to point out here is that we certainly are going through a time that has challenges, um, being in quarantine, being separated, being um, maybe not working, maybe having financial challenges. The troubles that we have now are light and momentary, no matter how bad they are. They can only be called light and momentary because the eternal glory that is coming, that um, that these troubles are are um, it says these troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So these troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that is far out that far outweighs anything that we experience as we as we enter into our trials and our suffering with Christ, so that His work is done in us. It achieves for us an eternal glory. That once we experience that, um, these will be considered light and momentary. And the glory that we get as a result of these light and momentary troubles um, will be, it'll be the best deal we have ever seen. <laughs> it, is, it is so much better. So I want to um, leave you with that encouragement from Paul um, for, through the Holy Spirit. That no matter how bad or how difficult times are, trust Christ for them. Trust Christ in them, and look for His work to join in. And um, and whatever challenges come to us now, when we see Christ face to face, the eternal glory will far outweigh these light and momentary afflictions. I pray that you are blessed today in the reality of what Christ has secured for you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. <laughs>